Blog Talk Radio. Hello, my fans, and today we are going to be talking about, um, what's it called? We're going to be talking about the Mets today, as always. We are going to be talking about our bullpen. We're going to be talking about our ward to start it off, and our offer, and everything else you guys need to know about the New York Mets. So, um, um, how are you doing today, Sal? Uh, doing pretty good, <laughs> um, but obviously not very happy with the, uh, with the Mets last night, which obviously we're going to talk about. In 15 minutes. So first off, let's uh, let's just go right into MVPs. We'll go with uh, let's go with let's go with starter. Let's go with our starter uh, first off. So who do you got there? Oh, it's been very weird, but I I lo- I loved um Steve Mass last time. He absolutely showed up. Uh, he showed up against a pretty good offense, and he just he blessed to the win. So yeah, that you gotta love that. Yeah, Matt has been one of the few guys, but you know the ground had a great start. But I'd also give mine to Matt. Also, his base running uh, against the Dodgers is very. That's why he's always. Um, oh, now yeah, I know absolutely. why he. Yeah, now he's I know why they, they, you know, they have him in. Sometimes you'll have like Dom Smith and Matt, and they put in Matt because he he's actually pretty fast because he's a tall, lengthy dude. Uh, and he's very mm-hmm. fast indeed. So, um, you know, it's really I'm I'm happy the way Matt has been playing because. You know, there's always, you know, everyone loves, um, you know, fast-growing lefties. And, you know, obviously if they're good, you know, it really, it'll really pay off for the Mets if, you have, if we have four relatively, you know, reliable guys in the rotation instead of yeah. three like we had last year. So, uh, yeah. well, let's go to the hitter this time. So, uh, who do you got there? It's pretty obvious. We have our man, Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso has been killing it this year. He had two home runs last night. Almost giving us the win, but we know what happened there. But um, overall, this year he has 19 home runs, 43 RBIs. Strikeouts are a little high, but um, everything else is doing. He's been doing pretty good. He's been striking out a little less, but a little more than I'd like to see. He has a pretty okay average, 264 in the season. On base percentage a little low, but um, slugging percentage is looking pretty good. And um, overall, a great rookie season, and definitely has been one of our only reliable bats we had, especially this week. Yeah, you know, he uh, he tied uh, Mark McGuire for home runs until June first, nineteen by rookie. Uh, but mine is besides Pete Alonso, I'm gonna be trash. I'm gonna give it to Henshin Maria. This guy, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, he, he was one of the signings that, you know, we kind of just thought it was for depth. You know, we called him up because Cano got injured or I don't know whatever happened to him. But the guy's been playing really well, and he's he's you know he's honestly, you know, maybe when when he when Cano comes back, do we contention is on fire. This guy, you know, covers all parts of the field. You know, obviously we've seen him go oppo uh, multiple times. But like, you know, obviously he's very fast on the base pass, which is something that's lacked besides Rosario. Um, so that's a nice change of pace. And you know, honestly, with the way Cano played and the way Henshaveria, obviously, because you know he's trying to prove himself, is playing a hundred percent, ten percent out there. And I'm liking what I this the Mets have been, this the Mets you know have been playing the Mets have been playing their best baseball since uh you know April you know at least batting wise obviously we're gonna talk about the the debacle last night we'll talk about that later but you know I'm mm-hmm. even though they lost last night I'm still happy with the main the Mets have been playing 
The Mets kept it competitive all three times against the Dodgers. That's cool. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll give it to uh, – I'll, I'll give it to Andrew Maria. And, um, yeah, that's, that's last but not – yeah, go ahead, go ahead. That's, that was a very interesting point you had there. Um, Echeverria has been definitely, uh, as you said, a depth signing who said probably wouldn't get as much time as we've been expecting him, but he's been killing it. Um, and as you said, Robinson Cano's spot is in jeopardy no matter how much we're paying him a year, no matter what we gave up for him. Like, it doesn't matter what, what we gave up for him or, like, the past trade we made. Whoever's playing great right now is going to get the job. And Robinson Cano, he's been slacking a little bit. He started off on a, a pretty good pace having home run in the first few games. But he's been um definitely slacking a little bit. He had that, like, big uh, streak for, like, well, he's just been slack – or, excuse me, I'm stumbling on words. Um, but he's been in a little bit of a slump. He's starting to break out of it. But just as we say that, he gets injured again. So, um, hopefully this isn't Robinson Cano's last year. But hopefully, if, if, if it somehow is, well, we have a lot of depth. Yeah, that's uh... – Obviously, thanks to Brody, which is one of the one of our saving graces yeah. this year. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, we'll we'll go into our, our last award here for um for for bullpen. So, who who would you give it to? Oh, what's yours? Um, this is tough. I'd probably like everyone's been terrible. Um, I'd probably give it to uh. I guess Familia, like, he's been pitching terrible, but, like, he's back into, like, Familia form where he blows leads, but at least he looks good, you know? Like, he's – his slider his, – I mean, his sinker has more movement. Um, his velocity's up. He looks better than he, he – he looks better than he has all year, if, that, if that's really saying anything. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'd, I'd, I'd really give it to no one, but for the sake of – for the sake of this uh, podcast, I'll give it a familiar. If, uh, you, you, know, you, wanna, Tim, you don't even have to give it anyone. We could just jump into our, what we're going to do next. If you don't want to, you can literally just give it to no one because that's what I was going to do. But honestly. Um, yeah, but I, I like to recognize Robert Gizelman. Robert Gizelman's been doing a pretty good job lately. He has a sub four ERA right now, a little high because he got off to a little bit of a shaky start this season. But he's been showing a little bit of potential. Um, yeah, so. His strikeouts have been pretty high. He has 33 in the season in 33 uh, innings pitched. He's definitely a guy we can rely on. He's he's pitched a few innings in the series against the Dodgers. And I just like the way he's been looking. Definitely hasn't been a great reliever or anything too crazy like that. But it's just it's good to have a guy who can go in there for a few innings as long term. And yeah, as you said, just yeah, there's not really much people. But I just like to recognize Rob yeah. Thomas for what he's done. In the last few games. But yeah, so we're going to jump yeah. into our next yeah. topic being the Mets All Stars. Yeah. yeah. So, um, um, you know, well, again, we'll kind of do this in a, in the format we just did our MVPs in. We'll go, we're, we won't do reliever and start, we'll just go pitching and then hitting. If not, if you don't, if you don't have any start, if you don't have any All Stars for pitching, that's fine. You can, you can just, uh, you can say that. But, We'll just go for pitchers. I'll go first for this one. Pitchers, um, I'm going to vote the Grauman. And I'm going to vote in Mask. And I'm not going to vote in Stindigard because he's been iffy. For pitching, I'm just going to vote in. Um, Wheeler's been all right. So I might just go. Well, obviously, these guys I'm voting in. Obviously, these guys aren't. Well, 
the Bronx are going to make it. I don't think Matt will or Wheeler will because they don't have enough recognition around the league. But as a Mets fan, I'm voting DeGrom, Wheeler, Matt for my pitchers. Obviously, I can vote you know, all the guys if I wanted to. But at least for pitchers, that's who I would vote. What about you? Oh, I would say this is the, the this is just pitching in general. Not not this is pitching including the bullpen. Yeah. Oh yeah, so I would say I wouldn't say any of our pitchers will really, really deserve it, like in our strong rotation. But I think Degrom will get the benefit of the doubt, bouncing back, having a few bounce back outings. So I think he'll get the benefit of the doubt. He definitely won't be a starter. I think he'll definitely be like one of those late inning guys. He's definitely not having the success as he had last year, as we all know. But um, he's definitely bouncing back. He had a little bit of a rough outing. But, like, um, so overall, yeah, maybe him. And I would say Edwin Diaz, uh, and not including last night, he's been pretty dominant. Like, those those games earlier in the year, he was overused. He was, he was pitching, like, every other day, yeah. pitching, like, 40 pitches. Mickey wasn't using him very well. But, like, other than last night, yeah. he's been pretty dominant. So I'd say he, yeah. he definitely Last night the- was a – last night – um, he had he had he was able to get hitters to his to O two pitch, but he couldn't he, he didn't have his uh he didn't have a strikeout pitch. So yeah, yeah that, we'll we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. But I'm not gonna give you could give it a Diaz if you wanted to. Uh, but I don't know because I feel like the Grom could match. I don't know if Diaz can match. I don't know, but I I don't want to say anything about that because we'll talk about that later. So hitters, this is interesting. Um, I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna see. Obviously, I'm gonna give it to Rondo, who I think should be a starting first baseman. Um, I'm gonna give it to McNeil, uh, my guy. Um, he's out of all. I only have one Mets jersey, and it's McNeil. I could have gotten Alonzo, but I chose McNeil. Um, and now this is tough because you know you have Rosario, who I've I have loved him this year. I really like what I've seen, and. You know, obviously, I'll just I'll put Rosario in there too because he's he's definitely this is definitely going to be his best year. I'm expecting 20 home runs for him. Um, so yeah, I'm not gonna vote. I'm not gonna vote Conforto in because he was injured. If he was healthy, I'd most likely vote him in. But because he was out, I'm not going to. So again, those are my three for uh, hitting. I got Alonzo, McNeil, and Rosario. What about you? So I'm going to obviously go with Alonzo. I say. It's definitely a close race between him and Josh Bell for that, and Anthony Rizzo, if you really want to count him in the race for that starting spot. But I definitely see Alonzo getting in. He, if he keeps what he up what he did last night, he already has 19 home runs, as you said. He has tied Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire, he is a phenomenal player, and he tied his rookie record for most home runs before June, and it's June 30th. There's still time left, and I can – I could see him going hitting a home run tonight. Matter of fact, I'm calling it right now, not wood. But um, yeah. So I definitely put in Pete Alonso. He's been having a great season. Um, but Jeff McNeil's definitely deserved that. I don't see him being a starter as we have a very clogged National League outfield as we have Cody Bellinger, Christian Yelich, and um, a bunch of other guys who are definitely equally as talented as Jeff McNeil. But he doesn't get the credit he deserves. So yeah, I definitely see him getting in, but not as a starter because he doesn't get the credit he deserves. But um. For my last thought, I'm going to disagree with you on this. I think Michael Conforto can definitely maybe get his way in, regardless of his injury. Um, he's, he had a grand slam against the Dodgers the other night. If he just keeps up these numbers, maybe puts up 16, 17 home runs by the All-Star break, I could definitely see him getting him as, getting it as a backup, making him a two-time All-Star. But, yeah, those are my five All-Stars. I could see Jacob DeGrom, Edwin Diaz. Actually, 
yeah, Jacob DeGrom, Edwin Diaz, Michael, Michael Conforto, Jeff McNeil, and P. Alonzo. So yeah, those are my five all-stars for the Mets. Probably won't happen, but I'm hoping at least three of them get in so I can see some of my favorite players in the all-star game in Cleveland this year. Yep. All right. So obviously those are our uh, guys um, for the Mets. So what about around the league? Obviously, you know, obviously we have some, uh, you know, obviously we have the big names. We know we're going to get in. Yelich, Bellinger. Bell will most likely get in. Uh, the only thing I can see him holding his back is his, you know, popularity around the league. But he's, he's taking it by storm. So I wouldn't be shocked, again, if he started. But Alonzo is a lot more well-known than Bell. So I wouldn't be surprised if Alonzo gets a start. But I wouldn't be surprised if Bell gets it. It'll be close. Um, but around the league, is there any almost, like, picks you have? Not necessarily in the National League, but in the National League as well. Pitcher or hitter. Um, this is definitely, like, definitely a weird one. I would have to look at the ballot real quick, but, um, I can definitely see Tommy LaStella getting in. He's definitely had, he's definitely taken the lead by Storm. I could definitely see him getting the, uh, maybe the second base spot for the American League. He's definitely been having his career year so far, and, um, it's definitely good seeing him not as well-known guy get in, when you say so. Yeah, obviously. Also, game is um, someone like Alonzo and Bell. Where, well, Alonzo, I don't know how long Bell has been in the league, but uh, obviously, it would be great if someone like Alonzo started a career, or Bell, who is um, bu- bursting onto the scene for the Pittsburgh Pirates, who is you know, um, um, you know, not not a big market, so you know, yeah. So, um, for my sleeper pick. The only reason that I'm probably giving it to him is because uh, he has a lot, of, a lot of home runs. Maybe Mitch Hanniger. He's got 14 home runs. He's batting 230 on the oh, year. Think... I don't know. Maybe, maybe he get in. Um, you know, Seattle. Uh, he's probably not gonna get in because obviously the, you know, it's Seattle, not a big market. Um, I would say maybe D Gordon, but he's injured. Um, Jay Bruce started off the year hitting. Bomb after bomb, but he's kind of slowed down. Um, you know, obviously, because you know it's Seattle. He's not a big, it's not a big market. You know, um, maybe maybe people know him just because he's a veteran. His batting average has slumped at one point. It was one eight one eighty three slumped down to. So that now it's back at two hundred six. So I don't think he'll get in, which is honestly a shame because. I remember, I remember Bruce on obviously in the Mets, you know, and he he really was a stand-up guy on and off the field. So it's a shame to see Bruce because I would have loved to see him in the All-Star game. Obviously, he's not he's he's old, but he's not very old, obviously. Um, but also Marlon Gonzalez. Uh, <laughs> Marlon Gonzalez is another guy. Obviously, the Twins are killing it right now, so I wouldn't be surprised if he made it. So yeah, those are. Uh, those are my favorite picks. So we're going to jump into commercial break right here. And then um, after that, we're going to talk about the, the debacle last night that happened with Edwin Diaz, the series, you know, series with the Dodgers, and just the bullpen in general. So, yeah, we'll see you guys, and I'll bring us back in, all right? Hello, baseball fans. This is Blake here from the Rattle Up Podcast. Join us. This Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, 
for your re- weekly recap on the Arizona Diamondbacks. This week, we will be discussing the Diamondbacks' last three series against, against the Padres, Giants, and Pirates, including a series win against the Pirates in an 11-1 to blowout victory. We'll be talking about Zach Greinke's comeback season and what his chances are of actually winning the National League Cy Young. After a disappointing first year in Arizona, Zach Greinke is taking it up, only getting better with age, and he's looking to make a case for the league's best pitcher in the National League this year. Also, with Zach Godley moving back to the bullpen, we'll discuss who could take a spot, including John Duplan, Dupontier, and Taylor Clark. All that on this week's episode of Rattle Up, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you there. So, and we're back, everyone, uh, and we are going to be jumping, we are jumping into our um, next topic, being our bullpen thing, and we're going to be talking about Edwin Diaz and what happened last night, and it was, it was rather shocking what happened, actually. It's because Edwin Diaz is usually a reliable pitcher, pitcher who we can rely on to get those three outs, um, wasn't overused, and yeah, it's just shocking to see him blow a game like that, and yeah, what are your thoughts on this? It's very shocking. I feel like this is going to build up of the use of Edward Diaz that you Cowley have allowed. And, you know, this is what happens when you use some some three nights in a row without a five days rest. Like that's something Mickey Cowley does. Um you know, I love Mickey Cowley sometimes, you know, he does some really smart things. And they did something like this. Obviously if Lugo was healthy or Gazelman was on better rest, I would have rather you know, with a three one lead um, I rather would have had them go in, and if Gazelman or Lugo, obviously Lugo's healthy, um, you know, if they would have given up a hit or two, or not even a hit or two, even a run or two, I would not want to put in Diaz. You know, obviously, if Familia wasn't used, you could have put in him. But I just didn't think Diaz was the right guy to put in the beginning. And I feel like once he gave up the home run, I mean, like, you know, once you give up the home run, you should have automatically, I don't even know who you would have been, but you should automatically start warming up someone in the bullpen. You know, like I said before, he was getting 0-2 on most hitters, but then they would get hit. Uh, so I feel like after – he didn't even get a single out. So, you know, after the home run, they should have they should have warmed up uh, – I don't even drew someone someone in the bullpen because the problem is, yeah. you know, obviously there, obviously there wasn't anyone really good to use, but you'd have to. Sometimes, sometimes even if they're not that good, I feel like I feel like the rest are just waiting for him to get like maybe one out. But you, they had they had to put someone else in. They had more than enough time to make a decision, but they kept him in. Like mm-hmm. this is it, it really it really was astonishing. So, well, what are your thoughts on this, uh, Tim? Yeah, I agree. Um, it's once again it's Mickey Mouse with his bad decisions. He's been a very bad manager, costing us I would say about three to five games, which is definitely a big which is definitely a big decider in this um early running for the National League East, which the Phillies are pulling ahead of and we're falling behind of. So winning these games, especially – I know it's the Dodgers, but we had this game. Yeah, especially after after Edwin Diaz lets up two runs, 
Big runs after the home run. You, you've got to warm someone up at least. Like, I'd ra- I know Edwin Diaz is our closer. We have to give him the save and all that. But it doesn't matter. If he's struggling, you got to put someone else in. We've had plenty of guys in our bullpen who didn't pitch the day before who are plenty re- was that were rested. They, they, they were rested. They were ready to go. And we just didn't decide to warm them up. We just had too much faith in Edwin Diaz. Edwin Diaz is a human being. He is definitely makes mistakes, but we have we have to warm someone up. If he struggles, we need to put someone in. That's how we lost our game last time. Yep. Um, you know the bullpen. The bullpen has been very inconsistent. Uh, you know, there's been games where they pitched five plus innings, or just like, yeah, they they just gave up like one run. But there's games like last night. They blow. You know, I mean, when they allow seven runs and blow a six run lead. Um, you know, it's almost embarrassing sometimes. You know, everyone in the bullpen should be ashamed of themselves. These Alman did it in these past couple games. Um, you know, before did it pitch well. Um, did it pitch well. Diaz did it pitch well. Blue goes out. You know, the the back end of the bullpen also. I would like to see step up a little more. Obviously, it's hard for them because you know they're not as you know, just as good as the the guys in the front. And I would like to see the Mets. Yeah, excuse me. I would like to see the Mets. You know, everyone says sign Kimbrel. Everyone's everyone's like sign Kimbrel, sign Kimbrel. If the Mets, DS is our closer, Kimbrel's not signing. You know, unless he would be a setup guy that we have familiar. Um, but yeah, Kimbrel. Everyone was shouting last night that we should sign Kimbrel. We should sign Kimbrel. We should sign Kimbrel. Blah 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 blah. Everyone's panicking about Diaz. Relax, and we can't sign Kimbrel anyway. Um, we need to sign, you know, Keiko. You know, I, I've been, I said this since the beginning. Our, you know, even Martolo. You know, obviously the fans love him, but even even as even as a bullpen guy or a starter, he'd be a good veteran presence. He's just he's just Martolo Colon. There's never a reason not to sign him. So, you know, all jokes aside. You know, maybe if the Mets don't want to go and be, you know, be actually competitive, they could like, you know, be like, you know, just be like the joke of a, of a, a joke of a team like they are, just go outside by Tolo. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did, but, you know, uh, yeah. So that's that's, yeah. that's my thoughts. Yeah, I just feel like the point you made with Bartolo. Bartolo is definitely if we somehow sign him, he would definitely be for depth. And um, if he, if he got to the major leagues, I do not see him being a starter on the team as he has not had spring training or any of these things. So I'll definitely put him straight to the bullpen, see how he does in the minor leagues first, because the guy's, like, 46 years old. So, like, I love the guy, but he needs to get his reps in the minor league first. He, he's not pitching as much as we've seen him. So, yeah, if we were to sign him, we, which I don't see him signing us yeah. like him. For some reason, I would say, I would say we would rather make a trade for a better piece of a starter. But um, yeah. So that's my thoughts. Like we, I don't think we're gonna sign anyone else. I, I don't know why. Yeah. Also, Kuyper. um, the Mets had a, a stretch of 145 games from September 1st, 2015, until August 12th. Sorry, I should figure that. August 12th, 2016. But they didn't lose a single game, which just scored six or more runs. So far in 2019, 
The Mets have lost eight times in games they scored six or more runs in 55 games. Um, you know, you can take this to you can take this statistic and say it's Mickey's fault. You can say it's the ballpark fault. You can say it's the starter's fault for not being as consistent. Um, but in my opinion, it's a team effort. Obviously, you know, you can't just have the offense be very good and, you know, the pitching be terrible. That's why the Braves lost to the Dodgers in the first round of the playoffs last year. You can't just have really good pitching and not as good hitting. That's why the Mets, well, the Mets also pitching was bad in 2015. But, you know, that's why one of the reasons it was hard for the Mets to beat the Dodgers because sometimes their bats, you know, obviously exciting as if it was. That was one of the problems the Mets had in, um, to also continue regular season. You know, you can't have one of the, you know, pitching and hitting. You can't have one of them. You only have. You can't have just one of them work. You have to have both. Um, so you can point fingers, and you also need to be manager, obviously. So you can't point fingers and say it's the bullpen. You say you need to say, okay, today, you know, the bullpen, the bullpen blew the game. But you have to say, you need the bullpen, the pitching, the starting pitching, and the hitters, and Mickey Callaway, and all the coaches. To work in unison together. You cannot point fingers with four fingers. Only makes things worse. So, yeah. Is there any? We have five minutes left of the show. So, is there any? Just final thoughts, or any 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 um, good things that you could take away from the series? Um, I think you definitely nailed the head. I think you definitely hit the nail nail on the head. Um. Our basically our pitching and hitting cannot be great at the same time. We our pitching is good and our hitting is not. Our hitting is good and our pitching is not. That's been the story of our season so far. We started off good on the season, like putting up runs, pitching pretty well. We thought this was our season, but then few injuries happen, few guys get into slumps, and then everything's like all ruined and all that. So I definitely think we need to find our groove and all that. So yeah. But I, I'm definitely liking how our pitchers are back, bouncing back. Our rookies and guys who, guys like Danny Echeverria, as you said before, Carlos Gomez, guys are stepping up and getting in clutch situations and producing. Aaron Althair, who hasn't had the greatest season, stepped up in a clutch situation and a home run in his first at bat as Met. So yeah, all these guys are coming in clutch as we seen Carlos Gomez's home run the other night. Um, so yeah, or the other day. Um. So, yeah, all these guys are coming in pretty clutch. So, I love to see that from the team, especially from the depth signings. These guys aren't playing for money. They're just playing to get a roster spot. So, yeah, it's just great to see guys who love playing baseball winning us some ball games. And, yeah, so that's that's the positives I have to take out of the season. But the negatives, we're not trying to get too into it. It's just, like, staying staying uh, consistent, as I said before. But that's, that's about all I have to say about our season so far. And hopefully we can bounce back. Um, this summer. Hopefully it's a good summer for us and hopefully we don't have to turn into the rebuild mode over the summer. You know, the Mets are pretty much at the same spot where they were 2015 and then we went but we're, we're in my opinion we're in a better situation because we don't have as many injuries. So that was one of the things that was, uh, you know, one of one of our problems in 2015. Obviously we had David Wright who was injured but obviously the pitching was always injured. Um, so, in my opinion, one best situation. What the Mets did is first they filled up holes. You know, obviously they went out and got um, Uribe and Kelly Johnson to fill up holes in that third base in the outfield. Um, and then they also went out and made a big splash to get Atlanta Stephens. So, the Mets should yeah. take, you know, a page from their own book. 
obviously we need bullpen depth. And everybody and everybody will try to like the only need, obviously, it's like the Bartolo. Obviously, that was more of a joke and realistic signing, but I wouldn't be mad if they did. Um, but we need, I don't know how, or I don't know if it's through a trade. Or, or most likely, it would be through a trade. But the Mets need to go out and just get, you know, like four ERA guys or three or five ERA guys. And somewhere you don't have to give up a lot. Just pluck them in the bullpen. Obviously, you, but the Mets need to work on the offense isn't good. And then, you know, that, that'll be the holes that they fill out, the tiny holes that they do, like, re rebate Kelly Johnson. Then they need to go make a splash. And that's splash, in my opinion, in my opinion, before we, uh, before we talk, there's Nick Castellanos, I think his name, from the Detroit Tigers. We don't have to give up too much because the Tigers are rebuilding. Um, and I think uh, we could give up our shortstop prospects for him. And uh, maybe even maybe they throw in like a bullpen guy, and I think yeah, uh, so. I think that's who we should go after. And that's all oh, the time yeah. we have for today. Yeah, so I so. think you want to take us out, Sal? All right, yeah. Um, so don't forget to use the code BPN sub hub helps me out, helps them out, helps all the guys out. Um, you know, working for the baseball podcast. And um, don't forget to tune in next week, next Thursday. And uh, Timmy, have anything else to say? No, nothing else. Just use the code. Stay, come here next Thursday, and then come to join some Mets. Let's go Mets, baby. See you guys later. Amazing Mets is produced by Benson Dexter. Amazing Mets is a production of the Baseball Podcast Network. For more Amazing Mets content, be sure to head over to our website at baseballpodcastnet.com. Follow Amazing Mets on Instagram at Amazing Mets Podcast. Be sure to give our hosts a follow on Instagram, Benson at Bucks Dugout, and Sal at Sal.Mosca5. Follow the official Baseball Podcast Network social media platforms, Instagram, at Baseball Podcast Net, Twitter, at Baseball Podcast One, that's P-O-D-C-A-S-1, YouTube at Baseball Podcast Network, and SoundCloud at Baseball Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in to Amazing Mets. We'll see you next time.